everyone. Welcome. 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 Hey, everybody. This is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm here alone today, unfortunately. But Nathan is with me here in the studio. And we have a guest today. That is Susan Bergstrom. She is a Medicare specialist. And she's going to be talking about the issues of Medicare and enrollment in Medicare when you reach 65 or any other reasons why you have to do that. So anyway, what I want to do right now is to open the phones because we don't do that that often. I think there might be people out there in the audience that will have questions for her. So let me give you those numbers. It's 425-373-5527. That's our local number. And also statewide is 888 298 Five five six nine. So we'll just keep those open. And if you want to call in, if you have a question about something you hear from Susan, you can certainly ask her because it's, it's a really important thing. Because on the 15th of October, we have open enrollment for a, a couple of months. And, and we'll probably t- we're going to tell you what that basically means, you know. So and it's important because if you're reaching that age and you're not sure what to do, because, you know, Medicare is kind of a, a huge conglomerate of, and, you know, it only, it only covers 80% of the whole cost of, of, of care, and there's a 20% you have to worry about and all that other stuff. So Susan's, that's what Susan does. She helps people get that extra percent so, so that you have full coverage. So anyway, we're going to be doing that. And also, instead of the Astro Celebrity of the Week, we're going to be talking about an event that's coming up on late Monday night into Tuesday. And um, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because we have the presidential debates on Tuesday, Tuesday night at 6 o'clock p.m. And this event is going to be affecting that. And so we're going to be talking about that and seeing what that means for everybody. So, yeah, cool. So, um, if anybody doesn't have any questions, haha, Nathan, you have any questions? <laughs> no, he doesn't have any questions. I don't think I've reached that age yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh darn. Anyway, so we're gonna be we're gonna go back. We're gonna take a um, we're gonna take a vacation right now. No, we're gonna take a break right now. When we get back, we're gonna have this astro news of something. We're gonna have to figure out a name for it. So we will be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. So nice. That's the music we use for the Astro News of the Month, but we figured to use it there because this is basically we're going to be talking about stuff rather than listening to stuff. So anyway, I'm Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and right now we're going to be talking about the event that's happening on late Monday night. And because it's, it's important, because this particular planet is, is the one that deals with things like debates. And so um, because it's a political debate and people are going to be arguing their points, 
but also the issues of telling the truth are, are very important too. And um, I mean, I don't want to be um, judgmental or take sides, but there is a question about Trump's ability to tell the truth. So um, the event that's happening at 10, let's see, 10, 12 p.m. on Monday night is Saturn stationary, and it's going to go direct at that point. And it's important to note that when a planet stations, everything, it's sort of like if you're in a car and there's a bunch of cars behind you and all of a sudden you're slowing down and you make a stop, okay? And if the other cars in the back have not been watching where they've been going, they're all going to crash into your bumper. So this is going to be the conglomeration of all this energy that's pent up that is going to be released at that point at 10, 12 p.m. on Monday night. So, um, and I've talked enough about stationary planets here because I'm writing a book on it, but um, I like to observe stationary planets and the things that happen because they tend to intensify the actual event or the planetary action that's happening. So with Saturn, uh, Saturn is, is, a, is a planet that once people start studying astrology, it's a planet they want to study because it's basically about um, coming up against your own limitations. It's also about limitations of other people. It's also about, and it has to deal with on a bigger scale, about the government and, and the pieces of government. And so um, it's, it's a very strongly structured thing. And um, it's the structure of the government plus having the people around it. So the issues of, of Saturn are usually about uh, in personal charts, not just collective charts or, or charts of organizations or countries. The, the individual chart shows us where the person feels limited or feeling held back. And so if that, when that happens uh, and you look to where Saturn is in the birth chart, you can see where the resistance will be to change and to move ahead and being more healthy about it because there's fear involved in releasing that which is governed by Saturn. So, for instance, I have Saturn in the third. It's no wonder I'm doing this radio show because it, it, I have to face Saturn every week with this. And my Saturn is, I don't sound smart enough. I can't do that. Oh, my gosh, you know. And it's interesting if I keep plotting through and I do it anyway, it seems things seem to work better. So um, it, it's something that's always in the back of my mind, always thinking that I hope I sound okay on the show. So, and, and that's just a personal thing, but that's definitely a, a Saturn issue for me because that's where Saturn sits in my chart in the third house, house of communication. So anyway, because of this Saturn thing, which is actually happening Let's see, it's in the 8th house. Oh, it figures it would be in the 8th house, wouldn't it? So um, the 8th house is um, transformation and, and transmutation, something that's about ready to die and something is ready to um, completely fall apart and will have to be reborn through the process of going to the place where the real issues are and them. So this is going to be dealing with, I believe, on some level, uh, the transformation of the country at a, at a whole, as a whole entity. And it will be kind of interesting because it's, we're going to be facing right up against the issues that we're afraid of and what we don't want to do. And, um, and 
there's just a whole lot of stuff going on about this, a lot of pol- politics, but it, it's going to show up in, a, in basically who's telling the truth the best. Because when Saturn goes direct, it means everything is released out of the closet and we start learning secrets about everybody. So, wow. So, um, so we can see, and the thing they've been talking about as a joke, but would actually be a good idea, is to have a counter on the screen counting how many lies Trump says, you know, versus how many, you know, actually, um, you know, actually, let's say Biden is lying or something like that. So, you know, and we never know, you know. So um, I, I am going to be watching this event with the eyes of Saturn and seeing who's the most forthright, the most has the most integrity. Who is telling the truth? Who isn't um, shuffling from one side to another, avoiding a question? You know, and um, so it it's going to make a difference in how the vo- votes are tallied or how their their performance tallies up on the weekend. So it'll it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see how well they do together because they've had such a mad on for each other for a while always criticizing each other but this is where they're going to have to look a little bit more dignified i think and if they can do that um it will be a very good debate indeed but uh i do know that you know from a subjective point of view i'm admitting full subjectivity here is that biden knows a lot more about the government than than trump does so we'll see what happens but this this whole saturn thing you know, we're noticing the impeccable timing of the planets as they do go direct and go retrograde and, and they go into a sign, they go out of sign. There, there's a lot of activity over the next couple of months. Like, for instance, Mercury is going to change directions on the election day. And Mercury is all about communication and filing ballots, you know, and all that good stuff. So it's it's going to be... Um, it's going to be crazy. And the thing that um, I kind of want to tell people is that don't believe everything you hear. Go by your gut. Because um, if you see stuff on Facebook or wherever it is that is, is, you know, proclaiming something is really good or that somebody is really bad and, you know, and the fear, and especially the fear, people are expressing a lot of fear that, you know, the whole country is going down the tubes. It is not going down the tubes. It is in a change. It is in a massive change. By 2024, it's going to be obvious that we've made changes because this country is going through a Pluto return in a couple of years. And a Pluto return is everything transformational that has to be dealt with will be dealt with at that time. And we will not be the same country we were now. So um, this is just a part of it. This, this election is a big part of that leading into all the rest of the stuff that's happening. And, of course, we have a virus that we're also dealing with. And, you know, I had this question in my mind. This is interesting. I was thinking about this on the way up. Is that, you know, the, the coronavirus is if we all stay put and we're, we're socially distancing, we have our masks on and we're using our sanitizer so we do that, and we're staying away from people, and that, that stops the progress of the virus. But if we stop doing that, it goes back up again. What I want to know is, what about the virus? How, what are we doing to slow the virus down, not necessarily people slowing it down? In other words, how do you get rid of the virus? Because, you know, the virus is always going to be there. This is just food for thought, kids. 
So I'm just bringing this up. I'm just thinking about if the virus is there all by itself and nobody's doing anything with it, it'll just be there. It has no reason to leave. So how do we get rid of the virus? That's a good question, I think. Don't you think, Nathan? <laughs> He's going, huh? He's working on a problem with the old sound system today with a with our, our, our board here. So anyway, um, so I'm going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to bring on Susan Bergstrom. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, September 27th, it's Positive Talk with Kevin McDonald on Animal World, educating, entertaining, and uplifting the human animal. This month, Kevin's guests include Janine Broly, who helps professional women, and Coriel Kramer, an animal communicator. Should be a great show. Hope you can join him for Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it's time to bring on our guest, Miss Susan Bergstrom. Hi, Eileen. Hi, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> oh, good. Now let me call, put the phone numbers out one more time so everybody gets them. 425-373-5527, that's local, and statewide is 888-298-5569. Okay, so welcome to the show today. We have a lot to talk about, and um, I'm kind of wanting to ask you the, the question, what the heck, is, you know, when we turn 65 and we kind of go, oh no, Medicare, how do we do this? You know, okay. and, and it's so complicated. Because of the other twenty percent that that has to be taken care of by another provider, but so tell tell me about what you do for Medicare. Well, this year has been a little bit different than other years because uh-huh. of COVID. Um, I've encountered people who don't know how to sign up for Medicare uh-huh. and or Social Security, so I've been doing some guidance on how to use the website with the government agencies in order to get that process rolling. Okay. And then once we actually get Part B, and I should clarify, not everybody needs Part B when they turn 65. And Part B is? Part B is the doctors, the hospitals, and all the wonderful tests they like to do. Okay. So it's basically physician services or surgeon um, services, that kind of thing. Okay. Now... The reason I say not everybody needs Part B when they turn 65 is because there's still a whole lot of people out there working and they have group coverage through their employer. Right, right. So you don't need to sign up for Part B unless you're leaving your employer okay. and you're not going to have what the government calls credible coverage. Okay. So I help people understand those moving parts. Now, when you do leave your employer, it's very important to remember you've got 63 days okay. to sign up for Part B and get something going. Okay. 63 days. Got it. Yes. Okay. All right. That's interesting because yeah. I didn't know well, that. 
the reason that's really important, those 63 days, is because the government really doesn't have a sense of humor. No. And if you don't do it, uh-huh. they will impose a lifelong penalty that goes along with your Medicare that never goes away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Uh, how much is the penalty? Well, that's something they don't allow me to discuss because they have their own formulation on okay. Something based on sneaky. how many days you're you're late. Okay. All right. That's interesting. All right. So, okay. So basically what you do for people is that, well, I can tell you my experience with you. Um, you kind of asked me some preliminary questions before you kind of met with me about what my income was and, you know, what I was doing and, and, um, and that type of thing. And then you'd showed up and had all the paperwork ready for me to sign. I couldn't believe it, you know, but, but I, you know, I only made a certain amount of month, um, income, which I was, means I was able to, uh, be accepted by one of the people that basically you don't have to pay anything for Medicare or medic. Yeah. Medical yeah. coverage. Yeah. So, so my process is, is that, um, because there's so many different choices and options available, is we start off with me getting to know you. Okay. okay. Tell me where you work. Do you have kids? Do you own your house? You know, what does your Social Security look like? Are you taking it now? Or are you going to wait until you're 70? We get to know each other. Okay. And then I ask you, okay, are you taking any medication? Because that's really important. Okay. Your medication. So I asked you who your doctor is, and I've asked you about what kind of planning you've already done. Mm -hmm. Um, From there, I can get a really good idea because in Washington State, now this is not the way it is in every state, but in Washington State, we are considered what's called a guaranteed issue state. Guaranteed what state? I'm sorry. They don't ask you any medical questions whatsoever when you sign up for your Medicare. Okay. And during the open enrollment process, that same statement that they don't ask you any medical questions still applies. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we have an open enrollment period is because maybe your health has changed substantially from last year. Right. Or... You're getting a little older, and they've added medication. So different plans cater to different people's types of health. What I am seeing with the Medicare plans is that they are stressing preventative care and keeping you healthy so you don't end up in hospital situations, and that's really important to them. Okay. That makes sense. Mainly. Well, and the nice thing is they're adding programs that keep you healthy. Oh, well, that's, that's yes, that's true. They are. I know. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, a fitness program. Right, yeah. Now, the gyms have been shut down this year, but they do have alternative online classes and different things like that where you can exercise at home. Okay. I haven't taken advantage of those, but... I'm just waiting for a gym to wake up and open up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> because, yeah, I had silver sneakers for a while, and that's a really decent um, senior citizen. Yes, I am a senior citizen, folks. A senior citizen um, s- coverage or service that 
that right. basically gives you your own your your membership to a health club. So, so right now, what you're going to find is that there's going to be a whole bunch of TV commercials about Medicare on the TV. It says you might be missing out on benefits. Right. Well, most people don't understand how Medicare works because it's not only um, required, but it's um, the amount that you pay for Part B is income specific. Okay. So if you have Medicare and Medicaid, mm-hmm. which means you have the Turquoise Provider One card, right? You can get specific benefits that cost you nothing, and that include a whole bunch of other types of things that, like vision and dental, right? Um, that would be very important to you. A lot of them have things like over-the-counter benefits. Uh, there's this particular program that offers you a $75 food card. Right. And that's new. That's something that people haven't looked at. Right. Some, um, we've seen some switches, too, in, like, providers. Okay. Um, you don't have to go to a community health clinic to get care if you have Medicare and Medicaid. Okay. So we want to make sure that, you know, you have all the benefits that are out there for you if it fits the criteria so we always call and make sure that your doctor is accepting the plan right uh one of the things that i've noticed this year with covid is that you can look him up online and it says oh yes we take united healthcare we take humana we take Aetna, we take regents and then you call them up and they said oh because of covid we're not taking that plan anymore. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, that can be kind of distressed. You yeah. know, you made a plan, you've signed up, and then you find out your doctor, because of COVID, is shorthanded and won't be taking that insurance anymore. Right, right. And oh. they sometimes neglect to call the provider and say, hey, look, we can't accept that. We're in a crisis mode we don't have enough staff to handle all of these different companies, so we've eliminated that. Wow. So this year is an exception. Usually we can count on um, the directories to be updated and, you know, accurate and all good. But, oh, no, not this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you need to make sure that if you are on Medicare this year, that your doctor is, in fact, going to take your plan next year. Okay. Because that's not always the case. Sometimes they're just overloaded because of the change in how we do business. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It never does. It seems like this whole industry never stays static, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, no. It doesn't. Yeah. And I think one of the major things, which is, of course, what I have is I have a pre-existing condition. You know, Uh and um, is finding a doctor that can, you know, who knows about diabetes and can treat it. You know, I suppose that's part of it. But um, I've had some troubles getting in to see a doctor because, you know, of them not really wanting to deal with that or something. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, it's not that complicated for me. It's in pretty good shape. But um, I can understand that, and particularly, especially when they were saying COVID is particularly bad for people who are over 65 and have a pre-existing condition. Well, that's me. So, you know, it's, uh, 
it's a little scary to hear that, but still, you know, it would be nice to know if everything is covered. So, Right. Yeah. Now, so. the one thing that people do need to know is I deal with all of the major carriers in the state of Washington. Okay. Now, my recommendations to people, they need to understand that it is not only state-specific, county-specific. Yes, right. So if you live in King County, you may have X, Y, and Z as the best companies that's going to cover the majority of all the doctors and give you the most benefit. But let's say that you live in Kitsap County. Right. Well, the advice is going to change. Right. (laughs) Because they deal with things differently there. And, you know, same thing with Snohomish County and Pierce County, there are um, plans that work better in specific counties. Okay. So people start talking to their friends and they say, oh, I have this plan and I love it. Yeah. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean, unless you live in the same county, that that's going to work for you. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, you must have to remember a lot of pieces of data. Um, yes, I have to take federally certified tests every year um, to prove to Medicare that I'm on top of the changes. The changes, right. Mm-hmm. There always seems and, to be new changes every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And making sure that what I'm telling people is the absolute truth. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then I get to study every single plan that each carrier puts out there for the following year and then so they allow me to start talking about plan specific changes Mm -hmm. come october 1st but before then medicare has to put their stamp of approval on all of these plans and so we don't want to be telling people anything that's not true so they put a deadline of october 1st on it okay said okay now you can talk about what we're going to do for 2021 Ah, uh, yes, that's what you were telling me on the phone a little while ago. We can't reveal everything because things are always in a state of flux, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Uh, we've had situations in the past where we know what the Part B uh, deductible is. And some people have that and some people don't. But Or the Part B premiums come January, and then they say, oh, it's going to be this. And then in January, it's like, Lo and behold, it's different. It's different. Oops. Oh, well, what do you do? (laughs) Right. Anyway, so listen, we've got to take a break really quick, and we'll be right back. And we want to talk about after the break is the safeguard legacy thing that you're doing, which is really interesting to me. So, okay. That's great. Okay. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Barrel Full of Monkeys from Matt Shea Books. Barrel Full of Monkeys Productions with Matt Shea. Matt Shea has started a new venture, the Barrel Full of Monkeys Productions, which is a collection of Matt's, Matt's writings in mini audiobook form. Doug and myself are a part of a new and front fun groups, along with KKNW hosts KK, Kevin McDonald and Matt. Our first audiobook is out now, and it's only $5, and you can order it at mattsheabooks.net. In the meantime, you can browse Matt's updated and redesigned website. 
And now there's another free audiobook at his site. Judge Wong is also free. So you can download that as well. And Matt would love to hear from you as he promises to answer any or all who contact him. You can write to him at personal, hit his personal email address at workinmat 7 at AOL.com. Or don't forget his website, www.mattsheabooks.net. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Ken Elliott with the ABCs of manifesting one, two, three. And you don't need the three. Get what you desire in two steps. On Saturday, Deidre Combs talks about conflict resolution and the people who are making positive change without making a lot of noise. Bringing you mastery and mystery one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And don't forget our phone lines, are, they are open. So you can get a hold of us at 425-373-5527 or statewide is 888-298-5569. So if you all have a question you want to ask Susan about your Medicare program, or you're about to be Medicare program, please call because we'd be happy to take your call. So, Susan, there's this new thing that you're doing. It's this legacy um, safeguard, I think. And yeah. So, so tell us uh, a little bit about kind that. Kind of explain how our agency is structured. Okay. And I work for the Medicare Exchange. Right. But we are part of a bigger company called American Senior Benefits. Right. And we are contracted in every state except for Alaska. Okay. We don't go there. Okay. But they provide us with some um, different types of benefits that we can offer to our clients at no cost. Okay. And it's because they have uh, contracted with American Senior Benefits because we work with people who are usually 50 and above, but sometimes younger if they're inclined to have somebody talk to them because they are concerned about the future. Okay. So part of that is we were allowed to have legacy safeguard. Legacy safeguard, what that is, is a archive for your survivors. Okay. So a lot of people will, their mother, their family member has passed away and they have no idea where all of their stuff is located. Yeah, right. So this is a way to say, okay, I bank at this bank, and I have my financial advisor is through XYZ Company, and these are my account numbers, and my will is here, and my um, I want my niece to have this particular item. Okay. And... I, it's all in one place. Okay, but yeah, that makes more sense. more than that, which is really cool. Um, so many times you're filling out government forms when someone passes away and they say, so where was your grandmother born? And you go, I no, don't know. No, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, you know, um, who were your great-grandparents? Uh, and then there are things that you want to leave behind for your kids or your family members to know, like, this is what I did for a living, and my favorite hobbies were this. And 
it has, they make you a CD, which is really kind of cool, of all the music that you want played at your funeral. So no one's guessing at, well. I'm, when you told me about that yesterday, I said, really? I, said, <laughs> I knew exactly what I wanted played at my funeral. So right. <laughs> Well, there, there you go. Yeah. Um, but it also provides you with a, a will and a power of attorney, things that you're going to need later on in life, or if you were ever go to a nursing home, you know, it spells out your wishes. Right. Uh, it also provides things like grief counseling support, right. you know, because sometimes things happen unexpectedly. Right. Uh, a funeral home locator, uh, somebody to help you with um, the planning, like you know, where's the nearest funeral home? Right. Um, because sometimes people co- are coming from a different state and they have to arrange these things. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, we also talk about, you know, what is all of this going to cost somebody? Right. You know, what does a funeral cost? What does, you know, how many copies of the death certificate am I going to need? Right. Uh, when my dad passed away last year, people were surprised when my mom ordered 20 copies mm-hmm. and they're like, why do you need so many? It's because, okay, there's the IRS and the bank and yeah. uh, health insurance companies oh, and yeah. all of the different things. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and when you're in grief, that's not the time no. to actually you... try to figure all of this stuff out. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, um, you're incapacitated, to say the least, right. to be able to do anything normal, enduring so when grief. This was, when this was debuted to us, we were told, okay, you can offer this as part of your services at no cost. Wow. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Because he says that this program is available on the open market where people can, in fact, go to a legacy safeguard and enroll in this type of program. Right. But it will cost them $99. Well, still that's not bad for all of what you're getting. No. Think of it. And it's nice because you can put in personal sentiments of things that you want your survivors to know about you. Right. When I was, you know, 10 years old, I got this award. Right, right. And information that people otherwise would be lost to um, just not being able to locate those things. Right. And so this is a really wonderful thing that I can offer to people That's as a terrific. supplemental thing that they can have for their family. And it's all online. It's archived. You get a membership card. Wow. So That's it's wonderful. all available to them at that time. So you yeah. don't have to worry about, are they going to be able, is this information going to be lost? Right. And because a lot of these things that are online, I mean, we've had a lot of fires. Yeah. You know, some of those things can be lost. Yes. Uh, and they're unrecoverable. Yeah. Um, right. But we usually pass information down from, you know, parent to child and, you know, throughout the family legacy. Right. And so those things are not lost. Yes, uh, right. The question exactly. I have for most people is, do you know who your eight great-grandparents are? Yeah, I mean... I know who mine are. Uh, thank God for Ancestry.com. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was really amazing. 
You know, uh-huh. one thing I was going to say to you, because um, this reminds me of the process that I went through when my dad died. But my dad was smart. He was a really interesting guy. I mean, he had a packed sixth house in his astrology, so he was so detail-oriented. He, uh-huh. would, he would fix everything up in advance. So what he did one day, this was after my mom died, he had me come over and he sat me down. And he says, now this is what I want you to look at. And he, looked, he showed me a long list of things. Just like you're talking about, this is where my checking account is. This is where my my um, investment accounts are. This is the man in charge of. This is who you contact when when I die, and this is you know this is your this is my checking account at BEPC, and he had everything listed, everything. I had it you know a file folder all for me that he was that I was going to get after he died. So I mean it was really smooth sailing for for me. When, when that happened, because I went right to his investment counselor. His investment counselor knew who I was. He says, well, let's get you set up. It, it was That's the kind of thing you can actually end up doing when you have a really organized parent, <laughs> you know, who actually, oh, yeah. he did that, you know, and he had it all typed out. It was all ready to go. It was all perfect. And he said, I want you to know that where everything is, you know, so that you have no questions about anything. You'll probably need, you know, the um, the letters testamentary. You were saying 20 of them for, for your, I think I had about 10 or 15 of them, you know, and so you never know who's going to need it. So, um, yeah, it, it was really amazing. And I had a, an attorney that my dad worked with. I worked with her too. So I got her name. It was amazing. It really was. It was really almost flawless. You know, and, and in spite the fact that I was undergoing the, the grief at the time, I was pretty able to, pretty well able to handle it, you know. And if it hadn't, right. if it hadn't been for my dad's forethought, it never would have happened. So, Well, the other thing that I want to address is that when my dad passed away, things were not instantaneous. Right. Things had, things stopped. Yeah. And it took a while to get them reorganized. Right. Um, uh, sometimes up to like 90 days. Right, right. And so if you're thinking about, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to have any problems. Well, um, that's not necessarily the truth. Right. Because if your income stops and all of a sudden you're still having to pay utility bills, mortgages, and you have people handing, you know, with their handout saying, well, this is how much your final expenses are going to be. Yeah. And you're writing checks more than what you have in the bank, then we see a lot of people doing GoFundMe pages or putting things on credit cards because, and they're scared because they don't know when all of these things are going to be resolved. Yes, right. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, I remember that happening from a friend of mine, you know, uh, setting up the funeral for her daughter. And so, I mean, that was a big GoFundMe page and all this other stuff. So, but it was so, it was not sudden, but you know, it was something that I don't think she ever counted on happening, you know, losing her daughter so young. So, well, that, yeah. yeah. And with COVID, we're finding that people are here today and gone tomorrow, and it's like, what happened? Yeah, right. They exactly. were in pretty good shape, and all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and we can insure people, I mean, uh, all the way up to age 89. Okay, and that's not the case with most uh, insurance companies. Usually they go up to about 80. But the other service that I want to um, put out there for people is if you don't know how your life insurance reads, w- what we do is we sit down and I'll, and I'll sit with you. 
we'll take your contract, we will call the insurance companies, and we'll ask them questions. Oh, good. That's wonderful. Sometimes people get a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. Not a pleasant one. Yeah. To find out that their insurance is going to expire before they do. Right. And if you're counting on that, that's not a good surprise. Yeah, right. That's not... Um, And then there are some people that haven't made those plans. Okay. And so what we try to do is make sure that there is some type of plan so no one is left behind struggling to try to make ends meet near the end. And you may say, hey, I have plenty of money. Yeah. But when the government says, oh, okay, well, um, that has to go through probate before we give it to you. Right. And that takes a while to do. Right. That may not be... um, that may be a shock. Yes, it would be. It would be mm-hmm. completely. So, yeah, I mean, you think about how many people who think they've got it all planned out, and boy, life seems to smack them on the butt real quick when the reality happens. So, well, yeah, and, you know, if you have children at home and things of that nature as well, uh, or someone that needs to be provided for, um it's really, really important. I mean, right. this is an act of love. Yes, it is. And that's what actually it is because um, that's the saying, I care about you. We want to make sure that everything is okay before I go. So that's fabulous. So we had to take another really quick break here. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit about the financial stuff that you have, or the services you have to help people with their, their stuff. And yeah. yeah, so I mean, I think that's really interesting stuff. So, anyway, Good. we're going to take a break, and this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> And this is a live read for guess who? Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that takes care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. And with her, the process is really easy. And in the end, she's going to save you some money. So now the open enrollment period for which uh, you can get your plan changed or whatever else changed is October 15th through December 7th. And if you need to enroll in a new plan, and and yes, a new plan or Medicare, or you want to change your existing medical plan, you can do this during the open enrollment period. Contact Susan today to set up your appointment and she'll get you all set up. If you need more information, call Susan at 253 318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com Organic, free range and fresh daily Alternative Talk 1150 And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio and since nobody called this morning but I will put the phone numbers out one more time in case there's one lonely caller out there that has a question and our number is 425-373-5527 or toll free in Washington is 888-298-5569. Okay, so let's talk about this financial thing that you've got going. It's okay. Just, it's so com- when we talk when we talk to people, we want we want this to be their plan. Okay. Not my plan, not my opinion. 
not some financial advisor's advice or plan, but we want it to make it your plan. Okay. Okay. So I have a lot of clients um, that have financial advisors, Edward Jones, Merrill Lynch, the bank. Right. Numerous different people independently. And so one of the questions I have for people is, what is your Comra score? And they go, what's Comra? What's that? What is that? Yeah. Okay, well, that's called the color of money. Okay. Okay. So what we do is we ask people a series of questions about how they feel about things, you know. And from there, through American Senior Benefits, we have a financial planner. Okay. A financial analyst and CPAs. And so what we do is we take people's statements that they have accumulated. You know, we have 401ks. We have people who put things in IRAs. We have people that just want to invest their money. Okay, I have to interrupt you, Hugh, because we have a phone call. <laughs> and it's a yeah. caller from Kitsap County, so I just want to welcome you to the show. You're live with Eileen Grimes and Susan Bergstrom. Thank you very much for being on the show. Hi. Hi. What's your oh. question for Susan? Yes, I do. But well, I didn't hear the first part. Okay, so here we go. I have several questions that are really important and, and, and important to me, so it's got to be important to somebody else. Okay. okay. We have about five minutes, so we got to make these questions quick. Yeah. Okay, doke. Okay, so I want to know this, um, the uh, deal about... Um, First of all, about like prescriptions, when you go through, because I have two insurance companies, Medicare being one, but when you go to get your uh, prescription filled, they won't give you any information on it before you have to have it filled. And then they'll tell you about the drug and uh, the cost of the drug. And it is that way also with Medicare. I had to have a um, eye surgery, and I called to ask about a lens. And they said, well, you go ahead and have the surgery, send the bill in, and we'll decide whether we're going to pay for it. Oh, my. And I said, what in the world is this? That's weird. <laughs> okay, so... If you were my client, what I would tell you to do is if you needed to have eye surgery, I would have your doctor send in what's called a pre-authorization. You know, it's not fair to go out and have a surgery and then get an unexpected bill in the mail that you don't understand. Yes, I realize that, but you know what? Doctors aren't going to take the time to do that. Yeah, well. They won't. They just will not do that. They haven't met Susan yet. The one I go to, I know won't do it. Is okay, take a so, number and move on. Okay, so this is what I do. I work as your advocate, so I know all the questions to ask. So if you're sitting there and they said, okay, I need to have eye surgery and so on, I would go, i call the doctor's office and go, so, and in a lot of plans, it will tell you what an eye surgery would cost, and it depends on, is it cataract surgery? Yeah, this is just a basic thing, Susan. It's just on a cataract uh, surgery. So this was simple and basic, and and there there isn't a lot of questions you have to ask except what kind of lens I want. <laughs> and it was really simple. 
But uh, but that's not the only thing I, w- I want to know about. You know, I'm concerned when you started talking about the legacy safeguard plan, that was really a great idea. But on the other hand, you know, um, I go to a doctor's office and I call down to get some information on a test that was done by the insurance company through Medicare, blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, so the girl says, What's your birth date? And I gave it to her, and she gave me the answer to my question. And I said, and who are you? (laughs) You know, who are you? I said, does everybody in the janitor know my medical records down there? Wow. And so that really ticked me off. And, And I brought it up more than once down there because I don't like the idea of everybody knowing my health issue. And so I think there's um, there's a danger in that, only because, too, this last year I received uh, two letters, from uh, one from an attorney and one from a department store that said they had been compromised. Mm. Oh, my. So doctors and health offices and places are very lax. Mm. And, well, and the information just goes zooming out carefree to anybody and not only that, you have to stand in those, uh, what do you call it, those waiting rooms and announce to everybody in the whole place why you're there and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And that has to, and they all blame it on, well, that's the, the way the government says this is the way we have to do it. Well, oh, the government God. plan uh, that I am is okay. Medicare. And there's got to be uh, somebody that we can call to say or to have these rules changed so you get some privacy because there's none. Okay, so yeah. let me tell you what the law is. The law is, is there, it's called HIPAA, and that's a privacy and security. Right, and we all have to do that every time we go in, it seems. Exactly. So what you can request at the desk with everyone around is that you will answer those questions in the privacy of your exam room, but you not feel you don't feel comfortable answering those questions with other people around. Right. And I would just say, you're violating my privacy rights by asking me in front of other people. So, oh, that's great. I'm going to use that. Now, I have another good. question because I know my time is limited. Yeah, we actually have, we have to cut it off right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're getting close to the end of the show, so I'm sorry we've got to let you go. But thanks for your call, okay? Give me a call, and I'll be happy to sit down with you individually. Yes, uh, here's her phone number. It's 253-318-9379. So you can call her there. Okay. Thank you very much for your call. Okay, so anyway, where were we? Um, well, we were talking about the color of money. Okay, yes. Um, the one thing that I will stress is that if you have a financial planner, you know that you have spent a lot of money employing this person. Right. And then to team that up with a financial analyst who would be even more money. You're right, right. What we do because we work with seniors and the biggest concern they have is how am I going to manage this? And so we deal with um, accumulation and distribution. Okay. And we also do a full analysis based on how you answer the questions for the color of money 
okay. how you feel about things. So this is your plan. Right. We send in statements that shows what you've currently been doing as a second opinion to what your financial advisor has been doing. You would be surprised what comes back and that you can find it very challenging to find out that your current financial planner has not been listening to you. Oh, that's not good. Yes. You're fine. So if you were shown the discrepancies between what your goals are and what you're currently doing, right? that gives you the opportunity to make adjustments. Yes. Um, some people just don't know how to manage money. Right. And they've never seen a, a financial planner or an analyst. Right. We do not charge for that service. Well, that's a good thing to hear. Well, we want to make sure that if you need a second opinion about what you're doing, this is a good way to check up on your financial advisor and make sure that your goals are in line with what you're investing in. That's great. And sometimes people are just not there. Yes. They're given an opinion. And then when we have uh, situations like 2008 where everything crashes. Right. Nobody calls you. Nobody tells you that you need to take a cash position. And the next thing you know, you're in dire straits because you've lost maybe half of your investment. Wow. So listen, we have we've got to We have to we have to tie it up here since we're just like right at the end of the show here. Um, So we can I just gave out our phone number and I'll give it out again. Two, five, three. 318-9379 318-9379 is Susan's is her phone number. You can call her anytime. Susan, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me, Eileen. And I think it's important that people have a resource that they can count on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll see you well, next have week. Have a wonderful afternoon, everyone. Boy, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So we have about another minute here. And uh, another minute. Yes, he's shaking. Yes. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention is that I've been talking about this for a while because we didn't know what was happening, but Burr's Restaurant, where I used to read, is opening up their doors next Thursday on the 1st of October. That is such a thrill, folks. We got so excited when we found out about that. It's a great place to eat, and also it's a homey place, and they have good food. So, And they actually let me go in and do readings, so I'm probably going to go back there and do that fairly soon. So I'll let you know when that starts up again. So anyway, you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com. You can also get a hold of Winnie at Winnie's Angels, A-A-N-G-E-L-Z.com. And Susan Bergstrom can be reached at S. Bergstrom at AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. Now, next week we have on Michelangelo Na. He's been on several times. He's absolutely wonderful and so knowledgeable about musicians. We are going to talk about the, the composer Giacomo Puccini, who's just fabulous, and we'll probably have little snippets of his music as well. And then the following week, we're going to have on astrologer Chris Flisher. He's never been on the show, but he's from New York. I love New York astrologers. They're wonderful. Anyway, so he's going to be gone, and we're probably going to be talking about the election. It's coming right up now, folks. So anywho, so anyway, that's it. For our show this week, it's been kind of a quiet show because I don't have a co-host, but hopefully my co-host or my sidekick will be back next week, and that's Winnie. So you all have a great week this week, and we'll see you then. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.